Hi, I'm Elijah. And I'm Courtney. And, and we're, we're hitched. hitched. On today's episode, we are going to be talking to you guys about friends of the opposite sex. Having them while you're in a relationship. What is it like? Have you experienced, you know, certain situations? And also just touching on it as a single person as well. You know, you hear a lot of times that people say that men and women can't just be friends without something boiling up or something happening. So we just want to kind of touch on that and get your guys's, you know, thoughts or, you know, and things like that. And just listen to our thoughts and things that we've experienced. So I want to start off just by asking you, Elijah, how do you feel or how do you see friends of the opposite sex yeah so the way i see uh this what to some seems like a problem um i don't really feel like it is a a problem really Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't think it's uh a problem for a male and a female to be in a sense a friendship relationship Mm -hmm. uh without having feelings for each other um i don't see it as a problem and what gives you um i guess the that that idea of it that you don't see it as a problem like i said be, you know when we first started that a lot of people do see it as mm-hmm. a problem so for you why don't you see it as a problem well the reason i don't see it as a problem is for, um well i think it starts off first with the person who who um it, who would or would not have the problem i mm-hmm. guess um in a sense it can come off as a problem because of an insecurity uh, of that person to look at this other person that's now being a threat. Right. Um, if my if my boyfriend has a girl girlfriend, that girl can now be a threat. Or mm-hmm. if my girlfriend now has a boyfriend, that boyfriend can now be a threat. And it leaves me sometimes as being the third wheel when in maybe that that person's mind that we should always be together and the other person is the third wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, usually the friend happens when uh, that person is from a friendship before you all started right. in a relationship. So, you know, they have a connection that you are still trying to build it in a sense. But the reason I don't see it as a problem be- is because I don't see usually see the other person as a threat to begin with. Mm-hmm. And if that person actually is a threat or in, in a sense um that per, that person you know they do form some kind of relationship where they end up cheating then that's not a relationship you would would want them to be in in the first place right i know um i've definitely had situations where uh the things like this were tested in relationships uh in even friendships which was funny because i was on that I was on both ends of it mm-hmm. in my life. Um, I'll get to that a little later, but I was on both ends of it in my life. I was look, I was on the end of it being in a relationship and having a friend of the opposite sex, and I was on at the other end of me being the friend that the person was worried about. Yeah. So <laughs> I've been on both sides of the spectrum. So it's it's crazy, hilarious to kind of look back on those things and see, um, in reality, what people mean when they you know feel like. Uh, oh, this, you know, this is not going to work. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, men, men. Cause I, as you know, I've had a best friend of going on like 16, 
years now. It's been 16 years now of the opposite sex. And we're just friends. That's all it is. And people used to always think that we dated all the time. I mean, in high school, even if people are listening to this right now from high school, they they can tell you. They used to be like, oh, do y'all date? And we're like, no, like we are just Mm -hmm. friends. And it could never, to other people, it there could be no way that we could just be friends. Like, how does that work where a man and a woman can just be friends? And I think, kind of as you said earlier, it's the individual like if I'm not attracted to you in that manner, that doesn't mean that I still can't be your friend. I don't. I think the problem is people think that you always just have to be attracted to the yeah. opposite sex, and it doesn't work that way. Like yeah. some people just build friendships and genuine friendships and close friendships, um, and it is something that is possible. You know, yeah. I know from living it, it's something that's possible. Um, I mean, how about how how was your friendships? You know, with opposite sex. Well, um, so I've been. I've had previous uh, previous relationship where I did have a, a female friend, mm-hmm. and now the friendship that I had before, uh, we known we had known each other for a few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, that friend was dating people, and I would they'd be I'd be the person that came to get advice from, like mm-hmm. like why is he doing this? You know, you know stuff that a woman would ask a guy. Why is my boyfriend doing this? Or blah blah blah, whatever mm-hmm. talking. And in it became a problem one time, and I understand now why it was a problem. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I, I had already had the conversations with the person I was dating at the time, mm-hmm. saying like, "Hey, like this is you know this is a friend." I had already like you know had already basically talked about them and explained the situation, whatever. But there was one night in particular um, while we were on the while me and my, the person I was talking to were on the phone. Mm-hmm. The another the she ended up calling, mm-hmm. and the and it was like really late, and I knew if she called really late, there was a problem, mm-hmm. and so I like hold on, like whatever. I put her, you know, basically put her on hold and say like, let me talk to her real quick, mm-hmm. and so I'm talking to her, and there's like this big blow up with her boyfriend or whatever. Uh, she was like stranded, wanting somebody to be on the phone with her until until uh, she got somebody to you know be there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't even like a, it wasn't even long. It wasn't a long hold or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it was maybe like 30 seconds. Cause I basically told her like, like, okay, you know, I could stay on the phone for a minute, but I'm, I am on the other end with my girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And she ends up uh, basically saying she ended up having somebody else that she could call, mm-hmm. blah, 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 whatever. So when I got switched over, it was a whole problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is she calling you this late? Y'all must be doing something, mm-hmm. and and basically that basically that one conversation tainted the whole relationship. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, but it was basically she had already thought the whole time mm-hmm. that we were actually talking to each other in a romantic sense mm-hmm. instead of yeah. Yeah. See, my experience that I had um, in a relationship, this person. Uh, again, like I said, I've been friends with, um, still am friends with my best friend um, since I was 14. And uh, this person had come around when I was about 17 or whatever. And uh, there was no problems. You know, they were all friends. We all used to hang out together. You know, there were times where, you know, they would chat and, you know, different things like that. So there was nothing wrong. But years down the line, maybe like four years down the line, all of a sudden my friendship became like a problem for him. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like, 
well, why do y'all talk all the time? Or why do you tell him, you know, you know, what, tell him everything or then it was, okay, well, you talked to him too late. So mm-hmm. then it was multiple, yeah. like, different things. Like, why is he your best friend? <laughs> yeah, you know, and so it was like, for me, it hit me out of nowhere because it was like, well, hold on. This has been my friend since before you showed up. And you've been around for about four years now. Why is it all of a sudden a mm-hmm. problem? You know, and so for me, you know, you know me as a person. I put pieces together. And it could be something you say two years before that. And then maybe you come out with something else. And now I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Like now I'm like puzzle piecing in your words. And for me, I started to feel like, okay, you're questioning questioning a relationship that you never questioned before. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like what is causing you to be so worried about if I'm doing something with this person who you already know, who you have built a relationship with? And come to find out this person was out there doing things they weren't supposed to do. And I think that guilt mm-hmm. started to make him feel like, okay, well, she must be doing something too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm out here doing this, so she yeah. must be. And so it was it was crazy to experience that because I was like, well, dang, like, you can't tell me all of a sudden that my friend is a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, there are boundaries. And so I know there was one time where... um me and my friend that had a conversation. This is one thing I love about my friend. My friend is very understanding. He knows, you know, boundaries. He understands boundaries, yeah. you know. And so. Yeah, you know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, me and him, I had a chat with him and I told him, you know, the truth. Like, hey, this person is uncomfortable with us speaking after this time, you know, whatever. Um, and he was like, well, you'll be on the phone with him when I come over sometimes. I'm like, you barely even come over my husband. Anyways, we never even go there. But <laughs> it was like, I had to understand his you know, yep. point of view and was like, okay, okay, I won't talk to him after this certain time. I understand mm-hmm. that I won't have him on the phone if you're in my presence in the sense of, you know, it's late night or whatever, you know, 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. no, don't call me type thing. So, you know, we, we, we ended up doing that. But, you know, like I said, after the, after the fact, I found out it was because he was out there doing things. Yeah. And so it was like now, your guilt, you're putting your guilt, so now you don't trust me. And that just goes, really goes into the whole situation in general. I feel like most people don't want their significant other to have a friend of the opposite sex because they have trust issues. Yeah. They don't, and I'm like, if you don't trust them, why are you, well, why yeah, are you with them, yeah. you know? But yeah, um, I know it's one thing, because um, you spoke about the the boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know from experience, one, um, because... Oh, how he reacted when when we got married. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, uh, for those who don't know, like many friends do this. So it's yeah. not just him, but many friends typically, uh, when you get married, if they are actually a good friend, sometimes mm-hmm. they want to be a good friend. They, they step back mm-hmm. from the friendship and say, you know, I, I'll talk to you when you call me. Mm-hmm. And I know it from, I know his point of view because I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousin, my, my cousin, um, I ain't going to say no names, but we used to talk all the time. We used to hang mm-hmm. out all the time. Mm-hmm. And then he got married. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and, you know, I knew the person he got married to. You know, mm-hmm. we had hung out some a little bit with, together. But um, when he got married, he also had a child at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to back up, you know. And mm-hmm. basically, I stopped, basically stopped calling him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, in a sense, it was on purpose to, like, give him space mm-hmm. and 
form the relationship, you know, when he has time. Mm-hmm. But some as some of it can't became it just became habit mm-hmm. of like, okay, I got to the habit of not calling, so I wasn't thinking about it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so kind of like that boundary form. And, and now he's like, dude, call me. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically like 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 you you could call me. But yeah, um it's it's a lot. It's a lot when dealing with uh Friendships in general, and especially when it comes to friends, mm. friendships of the opposite sex, right? Because I, I think it does have that other barrier there of uh, trust issues. Because um, yeah. so many people have been uh, have been brokenhearted, mm-hmm. uh, been cheated on, been lied to, and uh, we put up guards again on our heart mm-hmm. and say, "Okay, once I if I see these things, I'm not dealing with this," or if I see these things, let me watch you because you must be doing something. Mm-hmm. So let me put some guards up to kind of block that. Right. Yeah, I know uh, for me with the same friend of me, of course, I it's, I just have multiple, uh, <laughs> just a couple of examples of him because he's been around for so long. But this one now was on his side was um, there was a one time and y'all, the people who know me know, like I'm, I'm, I'm real, I'm protective of my friends. Like I just am. And my friends know, my male friends know, if you're going to bring a woman around, I'm checking her out. <laughs> like, that just is what it is. I'm checking her out. I'm looking her up and down. And we're going to figure out what kind of woman this is. Because what you're not going to do is mess with my friend's heart. That's the kind of person right. that I am. So, uh, there was, well, I told you, I told you the story one time that um, him and another one of our friends uh, were like, Hey, you want to go to the casino, you know, just to walk around? Because that's just what we used to do when we didn't have anything to do. And I was like, yeah, you know. So they come and pick me up. And when they picked me up, they was like, okay, we didn't want to tell you on the phone. Because we knew you was going to say that you're not coming. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, tell me what. And they were like, well, we finna go pick up dollar. Uh, we finna go pick up this girl. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. I said, well, who is she? And she was like, and he, they told me the name. And I was like, oh, okay. You gonna go pick her up? Why y'all didn't tell me? And they were Courtney. Like we know you. Like so, I was like, okay, you know, whatever, no problem. So mind you, at this point, they're not. She's not talking to either one of them, to my knowledge. Okay, mm-hmm. this is just somebody who they wanted to just hang a friend. with. Just yeah. a friend. Another friend they add into the group. You know, just another friend they add into the group. And you know me, I'm top notch friend because I've been there. So. I'm in the front seat at this point. So we get to the girl's house and um, they they were like, yeah, Courtney. Like, they were both looking at me. I'm like, I'm fine, y'all. Like, you know, whatever. So I'm sitting in the front seat. She comes out. Uh, You know, she comes out or whatever. She comes to the driver's seat door and she just stands there. <laughs> I looked at him and I looked at her. <laughs> and you know the little signal like, get in the back type signal. <laughs> That's what I did. I was like, and so Ardell, <laughs> so he just put his head down. He just put his head down, shook his head, was just cracking up. And I was like, you know, what you want me to do? Like, you want me to get out of the front seat? You need to get in the back seat. So we get to the casino. And I mean, as soon as we get out the car, she literally like grabs onto his arm, takes him close and like walks away from him. And me and our other friend that's with us, we're looking at each other and we're laughing because our friend is like, she just don't know you. Like, she's like, if she mm-hmm. knew who you were, she would not be this threatened about your presence. Like, she wouldn't be. Because he knew, everybody else knew. I'm just here. I'm like a sister. Like, this, that is my dog. But it was like, because she was coming in to a situation, mm-hmm. she saw me, another woman, that was close to him yeah. as that threat. Like yeah. you mentioned earlier. And it was like, 
baby, there was no threat there. You could have him all you want to, but I'm still checking you. Like mm-hmm. you can have mm-hmm. him all you want. And so I, I used still to ask people. Still getting the front seat. Yeah, I used to ask people over time. I'm like, unless my friend tells me that he is dating you, I don't know. So mm-hmm. I'm not just gonna assume that you're some girl that he's dating, and I ain't getting out the front seat for you, <laughs> like. Yo, but I used to ask myself afterwards. I was like, was that mean, Courtney? So you had gotten out the front seat. I would ask my friends. So I had gotten out the front seat. Yeah, he was dating her. He didn't tell me. So, <laughs> but then, and then years later, come to find out he was not dating her. She liked him so much and wanted to date him. Yeah. But he didn't look at her in that kind of. Anyway, it yeah. was so, so funny. So, like I said, I've experienced both ends of it. And, um, I mean, heck, we had our own experience, you know, when we got married. And so for me, it was, it's, I can tell you that it does come from a trust thing. It really comes from a trust thing. Um, and it's not even necessary that you don't fully trust that person. You don't trust the person that you don't know. Yeah. That's really where it's at. I don't know that person's intentions. I think that's where I had it a little bit easier Mm -hmm. with, um, with your friend Mm -hmm. is, is because we at least got to know each other at some point right. before we were married. Like we didn't talk that much, but we got to know each other a little bit mm-hmm. before you were married. Mm-hmm. So it was easier to, to, uh, okay, this, this is a cool person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, like for me, but I think I'm a little bit just, I don't know. I, everybody always says I'm different, but I, I just didn't really see anybody really as a threat. You know, I think I've always been that way. Well, not always, Actually, no, I can think of a couple of times that I actually did think the person was a threat. Mm-hmm. And it turns out they were because they <laughs> wasn't the cousin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, there are situations like that where people do lie about who mm-hmm. these people are that they are close to. That yeah. It really is situations like that. So I can understand the way that some people feel. But I also feel like you shouldn't put that on somebody who hasn't given you a reason yeah. to feel that yeah. way. You know, it goes back to the first, you know, example that I showed. I never gave him a reason to feel right. that way. But it was because of things that he was doing on his own that caused him to feel that yeah. way. I mean, it's like, um, I think of it as a trust first uh, principle. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people say you have to earn their trust before they can trust you. Right. And I take more of a position of I trust people more up front mm-hmm. and you have to earn distrust. Right. Um, you have to like uh, I had a cousin, uh, another cousin who will borrow money. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time borrow money, I, I had a principle also on borrowing money. Mm-hmm. I would never lend somebody something that's going to hurt me. Mm-hmm. Because you know people don't pay money back all the time. Yeah, that's so true. you gotta if I if you I say hey, cuz owe me some money. Yeah, me too. <laughs> this cousin I'm talking about is one of them. <laughs> but you got people who will say you know hey let me borrow twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. And my principal, if it's gonna hurt you, if if they're gonna um, get to a point where that twenty bucks two weeks from now you're looking for it and mm-hmm. you need it desperately mm-hmm. it's best for you not to give it right if you can give the 20 and then never think about it again that's what you should give mm-hmm. you know now let's say the person actually needs 20 but you can afford to give 10 look I ain't got 20 but I can give you 10 you gotta find the other 10 for somebody else right but so this is where what happened with this cousin is that he ended up asking for like 20 or 30 bucks or whatever and I'm like 
you know, here you go, mm-hmm. whatever. And then uh, he he didn't pay it back. Um, then he didn't pay it back for like three months. Um, but I wasn't really looking for it. Mm-hmm. But he he came back. He gave me he gave me uh, he gave me the money back. And maybe a few months later, he asked to borrow like like ten bucks or something. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I can give you ten, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then later on, maybe like two weeks later, he gives me back. He gives me the ten and a, he gives me a twenty back. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, you know, this just for helping me out, whatever. So we go to the place. We go to a bar together, and. I go to go to the counter uh, to buy a drink, and I lay down a twenty. And the bartender goes, "This ain't real." <laughs> and I'm looking at the twenty. I'm like looking for the bar in the the, the bar in the, in the light, mm-hmm. and it ain't real. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I look at him. <laughs> so he ends up paying. He ends up uh, like we basically. I end up leaving. I didn't get the drink, whatever. Mm-hmm. I end up leaving, but that, that cut off the whole relationship with him mm-hmm. because from that point, like you. Like you gave me counterfeit money, mm-hmm. you ain't paid me back. You gave me counterfeit Did he money. Know it was counterfeit? Oh, he knew it was counterfeit. Yeah, he knew it was counterfeit because he was. <laughs> I mean, that's bad. If yeah, he, knew he was, it was apparently he was working with some people who who, who was making counterfeit money, mm-hmm. and he needed a way to break the money to make to get real money back. Mm-hmm. And he was spreading out the money to get real money. Mm-hmm. But but anyway, it was it was just like okay, you put me in this whole situation where one I could have been arrested, right? Like there's so much stuff that could have happened, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, nah, we can't, we ain't cool no more. Like you know, whatever. And that was distrust mm-hmm. from that point mm-hmm. on. Yeah, I understand that. You know, for me, I, I'm a person who I do give you a hundred percent trust in the beginning until you start to show me things that cause me. To say, okay, I don't trust you. Or, you know, start to put some inches in between us because now you're showing me flags. So, you know, definitely, you know, that's the thing. Um, You know, but going, you know, back into the whole relationship thing um, and being in a relationship and having somebody have a um, best friend, you know, Mm -hmm. as an opposite sex. You hear people say, well, you shouldn't have a best friend. I should be your best friend. And I think what people don't understand is a a friendship, best friend, you know, on a just a friend's level is a complete different type of relationship that you would have with the person you're with. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I can literally call you my... Like, people act like they only have to have one best friend. Like, well, it, it insinuates the name. Yes, the name. But <laughs> the yes, but one. you can say best yeah, I know friends, you. I got best, you. you know, but it's... When I say that this person is my best friend, that's a different kind of relationship. When I say that you're my best friend, because I've said it, Mm -hmm. it's a different kind of friendship. It's a different kind of connection that we have. And so for me on the love level, you're my best friend. On a friendship level, out of my friends, this is my best friend. Out of those relationships over there... (laughs) He, so that's the it's best like one. that's how I look at it when I, you mm-hmm. know, distinguish that whole best friend title yeah. thing. You know, and I mean, I think a lot of times we do get wrapped in titles. Yeah, you know, do. when it comes to that and it's like, you know, that person can't be your best friend I am. You know, but at the end of the day, like I said, our love is different. Mm-hmm. That relationship is different. Um and that just takes me to, you know, like I said when we had our situation when, you know, um with the best with the whole friendship thing, that was a trust thing that mm-hmm. was br- that was coming from me, coming from something where I lost all trust from somebody. Mm-hmm. Now I gotta be on pins and needles with everybody yeah. else. And it was my my. But problem. there was also yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was my it was also my problem because one 
I describe the person as a best friend, which if I was like really being uh, like, they were just a friend, really. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was in a sense in my mind, it was like best friend because I only got like I only had like four friends, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like it was like you don't even talk to him. I'm like talk to him like once every four months, but <laughs> but but or if whatever, or, right? If even, mm-hmm. but it was like, um, but it was just out of all the relationships I had, in mm-hmm. a sense, that was the best one because I was the person I talked to the most, even you know, and I was even if we didn't talk that often mm-hmm. it was the person I would talk to the most out of everybody because some people wouldn't even talk to me for a year right. or so right. or you know it went both ways I wouldn't talk to them for a year mm-hmm. or so and it was just because I'm on my own thing and you know I got stuff I'm focused on mm-hmm. you know just how do we got to where we are now but anyway <laughs> but yeah um yeah we had our we had our whole thing uh one because of descriptions uh and then just other stuff that also happened because it was a it was basically in a sense, a past relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, but it was on a different level, even for you, because it was right. like, it was like, okay, there's this other layer here than other than friend. Right. Like so this, we had to work through that. Right. So for me, it was like, um, you know, when we work through that, there's, I can tell you, there's a lot of people who could, who wouldn't have worked through that. Yeah. Who couldn't have worked through that. Um, because I mean, again, trust for me, it was, there's a layer here that you say, because this is, this is, what you see currently, you see mm-hmm. a friendship. For me, when we, you know, go through time and we go through time and, you know, we talk more and you unpack more of this friendship, then I'm like, okay, well, this friendship didn't start off just a friendship. It started mm-hmm. off as interest, which didn't work out. Then in turn, turned into this friendship. That's where the break break yeah. for me happened. And it was like, yeah, no. no. Like, this is not a relationship see, that that needs to be called a best no. friend or a friend situation and like that. Because it started off as something that could have ended up where we were if it worked out. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that for us, that was definitely something that we had no. to really understand each other on. Uh, and where we both were coming from, because that was a that was a stressful little little small little time. Mm-hmm. Just that those few conversations that we had, um, and trying to navigate through that and getting to a place of understanding. That's where a lot of people uh, lack. They don't try to get to a place of understanding right. to really clarify what's yeah. going on. And I think it came because we had two different understandings of of, of things as well, mm-hmm. because. We, one of our conflicts was like, how in the world can you be friends with somebody when you're their ex? They're ex for a reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm like, well, there, there wasn't, for me, if we didn't have a bad breakup or anything, you know, because usually it was like, okay, this ain't going to work out. Like almost with every relationship it was, like I've had maybe two or three bad breakups. Um, usually it's like me going, okay, whatever, let me get away from this. So, you know, this ain't gonna work out, whatever. And so it always got to a point where I was like, okay, like I could be friends with the person. Like we still stay in contact or whatever, blah, 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 but it's not a relationship. And so I I was like, there's no problem with it. You know, I'm like red flag, red flag, red flag. Like and I, I have, I had naivety to it mm-hmm. because I'm like, there's no problem. Like er, the world's fine. Mm-hmm. Like whatever. There's nothing going on. And I'm, and in a sense, I was naive to it. But it was like, it was that also coming in. Like, okay, this is a problem for me. Mm-hmm. And basically, we, we, like I said, we we work through all of that. Um, 
like we understand each other from even more from working working through it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like you were saying, that's something that a lot of people don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you try to when you understand somebody, instead of just having knowledge of what they went through or what whatever their mindset is, when mm-hmm. you really understand it, it removes a lot of the complications that you right. go through because maybe I don't agree with you. But if I understand you, mm-hmm. then I can get to a point where yeah, saying, yeah, I mean, because okay. still to this day, I mean, I just <laughs> still to this day, like I couldn't be like, oh, she could be your friend, like yeah. y'all can hang out. No, I still right. would be. That's a boundary that I would be like, never, mm-hmm. you know. But if there was a situation where, let's say, you got enough, you know, like you had female friends. And there was never any other connection. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a problem with that. Now, if there was another connection, then I would just be like, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, I don't have a problem with it at all. You know, I don't. Because, like I said, I, I can't be hypocritical because I have a best friend who's right. of a opposite sex. But our relationships were two different things. Mm-hmm. You know, ours started off as a friendship and it stayed there. And then in your case, you started off as interest and it didn't go anywhere and turned into just a friendship. Um, but though, and like you said, those situations are harder to get through um, in a sense, because it's like, how can I try? And, it, and for me, it wasn't even all, it wasn't even that I didn't fully trust you in a sense. It was, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't trust her because I'm a woman. And if I have interest in somebody and I'm like, okay, something about this person interests me in them, mm-hmm. whether it didn't work out fully for us or not. But for me, it was there was something that kept me connected to this person that could turn into feelings for this person. That happens with us women. We're emotional creatures. When we connect to something emotionally, we never fully release those emotions. I mean, obviously, that's why we be working through a whole bunch of hurt and stuff like mm-hmm. that years down the lines because we never fully let go of those connections and those ties that we've made to these people. So it travels and follows us. Right. So for me, it was, nah, ain't no way she don't look at you in some other kind of way. <laughs> ain't no way. <laughs> ain't no way you can't tell me because I'm a woman and I know. And so I think for me, that's really where my distrust was, was not necessarily that it lied with you fully, but it was because I didn't know her and her intentions Mm -hmm. that it was like, "Mm, I can't trust you. Right. You know? And so that was really what it was. Um, and like you said, you know, once we got through all of that, the understanding was there. Um, and I, th- I really do think that more people need to have that hard conversation and really understand the mindset. Because like you said, our mindsets were two totally on two totally different pages. You viewed that, viewed that as just a basic relationship. Mm-hmm. I viewed it as a, it was a, it was a stronger relationship than just a friendship. And so, um. I, I think if more people had those hard conversations, I think more people could work through situations like that and understand each other and learn those boundaries. And I mean, there are men men and women who are going to make the decision like, okay, I see th- this really does hurt the person that I'm with. Yeah. So let me make this decision to say, okay, I can see from there. Now, if you would have came to me and told me that uh, Ardell couldn't be around and this and this, I would have been questioning you because I would have been like, well, hold up. No. This is my friend. My friend's not going anywhere. Until I give you a reason to not to trust him, you can't tell me to get rid of my friend. You know, but on, the, on another sense, now, if there was like sexual 
you know, something sexual that happened between us or we had feelings for each other at one point, then I could understand that. I could understand the, uh, you know, if you had ever felt that way, I could understand it then. But not when I just have a friend and they're opposite sex and you just like, like throw the whole relationship away. Mm-hmm. Like, no. See, what well, for me, I think that's a little bit, uh, I think there's a difference um, if you have a problem with that with boyfriend versus husband mm-hmm. or wife and girl versus girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, I would question and, and like, I would throw up red flags. Now, with both of them, I would. But when it comes to a marital relationship, I actually would hold more value to how you, how, um, how the spouse would come, you know, the, how you would come if you said you had a problem. Let's say I had a relationship, you know, a friendship relationship, and you say you have a problem. Now, it may not be I'd automatically just throw that relationship away, but it may have to go on pause until we actually deal with this relationship issue. Because it, it, I don't want to lose the friendship, but I also hold my spouse more valuable than that friendship as well. So then I, for me... I would more so consider how you're feeling. We can talk through it so we can actually deal with this, you Mm -hmm. know, other relationship rather than saying, you know, this is my friend. I'm keeping him. You can go. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we ain't getting divorced over a friend. See, my thing was people knew. For me, I told people up front. My best friend is the opposite sex. My best friend's not going anywhere. So if you stay with me after that, then you accepted my best friend. <laughs> That's how I felt. But see, my thing is, what's different about my best, like about my best friend, was it wasn't just a me and him relationship. He's been around my family, you know, mm-hmm. different things like that. All of our friends, we hang out in the same groups and things like that. But now, if it was one of those, like it's just a you and him kind of relationship, mm-hmm. then you know, I might have, I might have thought it through. But it was still, for me, it was, if, I feel like if the person has this friend before you come along, there's no reason that you should try to make this person get rid of a friend. You know, I feel like that's insensitive. That's like saying, oh, you like to, there was a conversation on Facebook about uh, men playing video games and how women don't want to date a gamer or date somebody who plays video games. And I'm like, why? Like, you can't take away something from that person you can't try to change them to mold them into this robotic creature that you want people have to have their own ways of expression so that's a you know another conversation here you know for another day we touched on it before yeah but it was like in my mind i'm like go to facebook to watch that video (laughs) (laughs) we do so much of trying to change people to mold them into somebody when in reality, if we just let people be who they are, we would get the best of them, you know? And I think that's another thing, you know, too, when it comes to this whole situation is if you would just open up and let that fear go, Mm -hmm. you may even have a great relationship with this person too, you know, but it's because you come in with that fear and that, that distrust that taints your view of who this person is when this person has nothing but good intentions. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. That ain't everybody's case. But right. Right. <laughs> a lot of the times there are people that are just friends, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, that's pretty much how I've, uh, we felt about it. Because mm-hmm. I think that's how it is that instead of coming to something with distrust, you should 
open up to allow yourself to trust somebody and give them a not give them a reason to <laughs> to mm-hmm. break your trust but rather open up yourself to trust people because most people tend mm-hmm. to be uh, a little bit more trustworthy than we actually allow them to right. allow, allow our minds to think that they are mm-hmm. um nobody really goes into a relationship and says i'm gonna break this person's heart mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm gonna do something or whatever so you know, I come to it with with trust in mind, and the only way you're not you're gonna lose my trust is actually by doing something that causes you to lose right. trust. Yeah, and I was just sitting here thinking, like, um, I think sometimes we uh, lost my train of thought. That's what I did. <laughs> That's what I just did. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I had a good statement, y'all. I had a good one and lost my train of thought. <laughs> but, you know, I, I just really think that it's it's a... You do yourself a displeasure in relationships when you come in with that lack of trust, regardless of if it's, you know, just in general or if it's, I don't trust this person with these other kind of people or people mm-hmm. of the opposite sex. It's like, I understand that somebody hurt you, but this person, you haven't even given this person a chance right. to even hurt you. But it's like, oh, why do I protect myself? But now you're protecting yourself and you're not giving your all. That person's not getting all of you. And so what makes you think they're going to give them, give mm-hmm. you all of them? And you get failed relationships, yeah. you know. And so I think a lot of times we hold on too much to the distrust. And we allow that to taint our view of the, the people that we're with. Um, and I think that's where a lot of this comes from. Um, it's just that tainted view, yeah. you know, that yeah, people we, have. We kind of project our idea of what the last person who was who hurt me mm-hmm. onto the person that we're with. And we treat them as the last person. Mm-hmm. And because they're because they're not them, they're like, you know, why are you treating me like this? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you know, what's going on? But yet the whole time. You know, you're thinking of them as somebody that they're actually not. You haven't gave them a chance to be themselves. Right. 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 So, you know, to all of our listeners, you know, who are listening to this, um, you know, just ask yourselves if you've been through a situation like this, you know, ask yourselves, was I really in the wrong or am I really truly looking at this through, you know, clear eyes, Mm -hmm. you know, or. You know, how would you feel if you had somebody as a best friend as opposite sex and then the person came out of nowhere and was like, you can't have that friend no more. You know, like, you know, how would you feel? You know, just think about those things. And, you know, that's kind of really what our podcasts are about is just bringing up topics that we want you guys to just Just think think on. Think about it. You may have different viewpoints than we do with different things like that. And that is okay. You know, not everyone thinks the exact same. But, you know, how do you, you know, how do you feel, you know, and, and have you had friends that's been through this situation or, you know, different things like that? And, yeah. you know, tell them to listen to our podcast. Yeah, they- <laughs> right. And if you have, if you do have a different point of view, we would like to hear from you. So uh, whatever you listen to this on, uh, if you have a, a room for comments, mm-hmm. you can uh, comment on the video and we will, we will read them uh, as well as if you uh, just come to our Facebook page, which is Hitch TV on Facebook, which is Hitch TV on Facebook. Uh, you can uh, contact us on, on there. Yeah, share your thoughts on that. We will be sharing this on there as well. Right. And Hitch TV is spelled H-I-T-C-H apostrophe D. 
um, and then TV. So we want to let you guys know that most people will just type it in like the word hitched. Yeah. Um, so just know it's H-I-T-C-H apostrophe D. So with that being said, I'm Elijah. And I'm Courtney. And, and we're, we're hitched. hitched.